Some people clap on the one and three Some people clap on the two and four Some people don't join at all Cause they got no rhythm And that's alright Some people they drink too much Some people don't drink enough Some people are just like me I hope y'all forgive them Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 251, Charles number one podcast recorded in the basement, back again, it's good to see Duvall, good to see Jeeves, Duvall, nice and upright, Sunday he was falling asleep watching the NBA playoffs on my couch in the basement, long day of hanging out, so Duvall, man, how you been? I'm doing pretty good, man, and as you know, man, that area downstairs, you get it nice and cool, and then you got a little, that, that chair, then the couch, you know, the chair got me a few weeks ago, now it's the couch, so, um, you know, like I said, man, it's good to be here, thanks again for having me, um, if you're looking for me, Rod vs. Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. And that's also, we almost did our first NCAA video, it was yes. Jeeves, Jeeves and Duvall versus myself and Evan, and I think Duvall and Jeeves tapped out in the third quarter because the pizza had arrived and it was already 35-7. to 7. So, yeah. how do you feel about that, Duval? Uh, you know, I, I, I can admit when I've lost, I took an <laughs> L, but I can tell you, man, you know, we kind of talked about it. It was kind of like a dry run and you were sitting there. You were like, man, probably should have did this. And then I think, what was it, Brittany and somebody did like a blitz one. Yeah. Um, Brittany and Evan. And then you were just like, you know, this would be a good one. But, man, it, it was good, man. It's always good to get – going on some of those old classic games, you realize, you know, how much graphics have came such a long way. But also it's still good to cut loose and, you know, shoot the breeze and talk shit across the table yeah. and across everybody. So it's always good to And Jeeves, uh, as always, when things go bad, your name gets shouted out because it's just easy and simple to do. And, you know, 58% of the time it is your fault, but – you know, yeah, how you doing? I do a little bit less, but yeah. that's, that's <laughs> But I'm doing good. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, it's Jeeves1988. All right. For me, Twitter and Instagram, Gerald Nation, uh, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook. And then you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And then like we were just talking about, all our burial carts, brewery reviews on YouTube, like Duvall mentioned. It's actually up behind me right now. He fell asleep. We did a little race with him, sleep the whole time during a burial cart. So subscribe to that. Also, our reaction videos. We did the whole NFL draft. We do Panthers during the season. We did our first Hornets one a couple weeks ago, even though they got blown out the water. So that was always trying to keep that interesting. But go subscribe, all that good stuff as well. So our guest tonight is a guy we just met five minutes ago, logging onto the Zoom. I always, I always saw him pop up on Instagram. Big beer guy. I mean, his handle is Hoptimus. He, he goes by Carter. So, Carter, man, how you doing? Doing all right. How's everyone doing tonight, fellas? Doing good. Good, good, doing good. good. So, tell us how you kind of got into, I mean, this influencer type. Not really. I don't know if it's a huge influencer, <laughs> but just your joy of beer turned into something that a lot of people like and tune into. Yeah. So, I've always kind of been into craft beer after I got out of college. I mean, 2015, everything really started to pick up with yep. craft beer. And that's when I kind of started picking up stuff off the shelf, being like, hey, this looks pretty good. Let's try this. And then it kind of, I would say, it kind of snowballed a little bit around <laughs> 2018 when it really started blowing up. And that's when I moved to Charlotte as well. Okay. And everybody knows Charlotte has a 
pretty crazy beer scene and just getting to know a lot more people that were way or way more into it than me i just kind of followed their lead and went even farther than i thought i'd ever go with it <laughs> um started posting every day around 2018 and people started enjoying it gotten some good interaction on everything and just kind of gone from there um visiting breweries as often as i can trying everything as i can trading across the country um just kind of taking it one step in the, at a time, but it's been a fun journey for, through every step. So do you remember, because we've had a couple people on that have similar kind of interest into that beer world, what was your first craft beer? Do you remember that? Mm. I mean, like 2012 or something in like college, I'd say like a craft beer was like Blue Moon or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if you call that a craft beer anymore. But I remember having, like, Blue Moon, um, things like that. I'm trying to think back if I had anything else. Well, a lot of Sierra Nevada, probably. Yeah. I would say that was, like, a big introduction for me. A lot of New Belgium stuff. Um, Do you recall yeah. your first brewery you went to? Oh. That's a tough one. I probably went to – I used to live in Greenville, South Carolina, as okay. well. So I'm trying to think if – was probably one there, um, maybe like Quest Brewing in Greenville. I probably went there for one of my first ones. Okay. Um, it's a tough question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all but, a blur now. You've been doing it for so long. so. <laughs> I've definitely been back to a lot of the ones that I went to the first time. Yeah. So um, at least it was a good one, and I have been back. You know, it wasn't something <laughs> yes. terrible, but... Yeah, it's hard to remember that first one. I'd say. Yeah, it's always an interesting. I think you hit it around the head on the on the explosion of it, and especially in college. And you said Blue Moon is is what's considered craft. Now everyone just kind of scoffs at it. I mean, every now I remember Jeeves and I used to go to a bar and they'd have Blue Moons for special at like two fifty on Tuesdays or whatever. And you're like, well, it's a Tuesday, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. But now to see how far it's coming, I remember going, you know, hitting a lot of different spots and going to college in Greensboro. Natty Greens was up there, but again, when you're not flush with as much cash, you don't necessarily want to spend eight bucks on a pint of beer. You're just going for the twelve ninety nine case and just calling it a day. So, I would even say, I would Yingling back in the day used ah. to be a nice treat as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if it was Picture on sale, yingling. yeah, yeah, or if it was on yeah. sale at the Harris Teeter for what, like fifteen ninety nine for a case or something like that, yeah. So, so, so would, would y'all judge me if, if one of my favorites is, I guess, it's consi- I hope y'all still consider it crab since y'all are talking about what is and what's not crab, <laughs> is the uh, white zombie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my right. favorite. Yeah. Because it's not too heavy, but it's heavier than a Bud Light. Yes. Yeah. So. It, to me, it resembles kind of that Blue Moon-esque, just a little mm-hmm. bit. It's a little bit better, I would say. Yeah. And that Duval, I mean, you're talking of Catawba, which now has almost like four or five locations all over the place. You know, a couple in Asheville, one in Charlotte now. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the, the original location. They're in near Hickory area or whatever. But, yeah, no, White Zombie's a solid. That's a solid choice. Okay, okay. I didn't know because, you know, y'all are a little bit more green. I'm, I'm, not, I'm a little green to it. So. <laughs> so, Carter, before we get back into the beer, give us – you know, where'd you go to school and all that good stuff? And then, I guess, what kind of brought you to Charlotte and all that? 
Sure. Um, I went to Clemson. Okay. Um, back when they weren't very good at football. <laughs> not, a, not a bandwagoner, at least, you know, a little bit, but caught it right, right towards the beginning of when everything got good. Okay. Um, after that, I lived in Greenville for like five years. Um, work, just so you guys, I work in mortgage servicing. I did that there for five years. Came to Charlotte. It was a big financial city. I was looking for something new and um, just kind of made the jump over here. Um, been here almost three years now. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. So, do you enjoy Charlotte over Greenville? Um, different. Different city, I'd say. Okay. You know, Charlotte's probably double the size of Greenville. <laughs> it's got a tiny downtown area, and that's where people hang out, whereas Charlotte's got six or seven neighborhoods that people go to and enjoy. Um, I'd say right now, I probably like Charlotte a little bit more, yeah. but, you know, if you asked me a year ago, maybe I'd say something different. Okay, okay. So, do you remember then your first brewery you went to here in Charlotte when you arrived? Um, so I've been to Charlotte before I okay, moved here. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I was trying to think of where I had gone first. I mean, I think when I first got here, I came here for a Chelsea soccer game. Okay. Um, that's when I went to my first brewery, and we went to uh, the old standby Sycamore down in South End, yeah. right by the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was about the same as it is now, yeah. you know, <laughs> courtyard, yep. got a pitcher of beer before we went into the stadium. But, you know, that was my first experience kind of in the Charlotte brew scene. And um, I would say it was a good one, you know. Yeah. I've kind of grown past Sycamore at this point, but at the time it yeah. was the good spot. So See, I, Sycamore to me, it's it's funny they're, they're kind of like ups and downs. When they first started, I didn't like any of their stuff. It just wasn't that good. But then all of a sudden, it just, out of nowhere, they were pumping out really good stuff. And now, it's like, the only problem I have with it is it seems like every hazy IPA they do almost tastes the same. They just throw a cool can label on it, and it sucks me in every time to buy that four-pack off the shelf. And I'm like, hey, it looks good. Oh, it's 7.8% or 7.04, the one they love to do for Charlotte because of the area code. And then I'm like... Oh, well, it tastes the same. I mean, it's not bad, but, you know, it, it just tastes the same. So I'd always love to do just like a blind taste test of like six of their hazy IPAs and just see if I could actually tell a difference in them. But, you know, and but, but then at the, the time, too, if it gets packed there, whoo, it's, it's – it's, And they only had like one one bathroom, then all those Porta Johns, and that was, you know – And as you brought up earlier, Carl, there's so many other breweries – that's one of those ones you've got to hit like early in the day if you really want something and then go to a bigger spot near the evening so you don't feel like you're in a club back in your college days or something. Because, <laughs> whoo. Exactly. And, and to kind of add to that, it's so many breweries, not necessarily in walking distance, but they're not too far away to where you can hop in a car, Uber, shoot straight across, go somewhere else, and it's still so much. And if you want to go just across uptown from South End to Noda where they still got plenty of breweries too. So, um, you know, it's, I, I, I get that. I Sycamore small. Goodness yeah. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about yeah. it now. It's like, you're in like somebody's living room. Like, yes. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Carter, we'll put you on the spot here. What would be your top three breweries here in Charlotte? Ooh. Okay. 
I definitely have, like, I know my number one. Yeah. I got to think about my two and three. My number one is definitely, it. I would say it has been since I kind of went to it the first two or three times. Uh, Resident Culture is probably my favorite brewery in Charlotte okay. over in Plaza Midwood. Yep. They make the best hazy IPAs. They have a great barrel-aged program. They make some of the best lagers I've had in the city. Um, just all-around great experience. All the staff is super kind, dog-friendly, inside and out. It's just Everything I'm looking for in a brewery. Okay. Um, number two, I think I can safely say Salude. Salude Cerveceria. Okay. Yep. Um, it doesn't get as much love just because it's smaller. It's just got the small little upstairs area. But with the bottle shop included, we know Jason decently well. He's a great guy. And they just put out a lot of really good sours and just overall good beer. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Might be a little tougher. Um, I would say Heist, but there's some new breweries that I'd say could probably come up and challenge Heist in that number three spot. Heist is the, they've been here. They've been making beer for a long time. They make a really good hazy IPA. Their new Barrel Arts location is great. Mm -hmm. They have a great pizza spot there too. Um, so yeah, I'd say those are my top three. I want to throw like some wild card in, in there that I kind of like right now. Um, I really like Petty Thieves. Okay. Um, See, we haven't been there. It, didn't it just open like uh, a couple months ago? Yeah, it's been, I think it's been maybe three or four months Three or four months. Now. I know they've been yeah. brewing for a while because I know their, their social media has popped up like I want to say a year or two years ago. And then it was like, oh, well, they're not really open open yet. So I'm looking forward to checking that spot out. Where is yeah, it? Go ahead. I was going to say, just where is it? I, I, this is the first I've heard of it. It's near like Camp North End area. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's near. Jeeves, Google, it man. It's near where um, Barrel Arts is. If you've been to Heist Barrel Arts, it's over near that as well. Okay. okay. That might be the it might be the music factory. What was the name again? Petty Thieves. Jeeves are resident Google catchy. man. I want to try it just yeah. because it's called Petty Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's since you've been there? What are your what do you like about the place? Um, they have a really big patio. The okay. vibes on the inside are kind of interesting. They have like lots of like leather couches, like bookshelves, things like that. Some really funky artwork in there. Some red curtains just to make it interesting. Um. We know the brewer over there. We met him a couple times. He's a really good guy from Michigan. He makes some funky stuff, and he's not afraid to throw some. Uh, Michigan's known for their Chinook hops, and he puts them in about everything. Okay. And it kind of yeah. makes it a little different for everybody, but they just have like a really good vibe, and the beer selection's always changing, so it's something I, I really enjoy. Nice. Nice. It, it's down the street from Heist Barrel Arts, and in the middle of that and uh optimus hall okay okay okay, okay. it's gotcha. over it's over in that area okay yeah we'll definitely have to check it out at some point so all right now if you're going I got one, I got oh, one more for you absolutely absolutely uh, so i happen to be drinking a uh, a burial beer tonight yep and they're opening their new location in plaza at some point um <laughs> but i would say they might be my favorite brewery in the state of north carolina so the fact that we're getting one here in Charlotte is uh, they might top the list or be at least number second at this point. So um, 
I definitely am glad they're coming because obviously that's one of the stops you got to hit when you go to Asheville. You've obviously been to Asheville and checked it out. The only problem I have with it is just like if you go on a packed time, man, it's a, it's a little tight inside, but they are efficient with getting their beer out. But their beer their beer is, is, is really good. I'm looking forward to, to see what they do and just compete in this market because I feel like, man, it's like you would think with after this COVID – Places wouldn't be opening up, and we had places open up during COVID and still open it up on the way. I mean, it's kind of crazy right now how, how much is going on. And just to yeah. kind of add, just to kind of add to it, it's just look at how many breweries are here. Yeah, just in North Carolina, like I mean, not North Carolina, just Charlotte, Huntersville, like yeah. all that area. I mean, it's a lot to compete with, and I mean, you've got some that are being thrown up a block, two blocks, two miles from each other. And it's just like, how are you really going to be able to separate yourselves yep. from the other? You know, now it's some that just specifically it's just the beer. And, of course, Jacob, your favorite, like, you know, Ass Clown, like, they're small. Yeah. So they can't necessarily compete with places when you have, like, larger areas. But if you want really good beer, this is where you go. So it's really just a matter of what you're going to do. Like, to me, I feel like when you go to a brewery, you're going to get – now, those rare cases where you get both, where you get really good beer and you get a good vibe, but sometimes you're like, okay, the beer is all right, but I like the environment, so I'm more accustomed to coming back versus somewhere I really love the beer, but I just wish they had more room or they wish they had more this or that. Yeah. So. Yeah, have you, Go ahead, Jeeves. Have you made your way up to the Cornelius Huntersville area to try those breweries or no? I haven't been to Ass Clown. What else? I'm trying to remember what else is up there. Um, uh, D9. Yes. Been to D9, the Lake Norman one. Yep. Uh, Eleven Lakes. Did you Eleven do did, did you do a video with them? Trying their trying their beers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought I yeah, saw that pop up. That out. was uh I'm not a, a great public speaker, so that was quite a th- Quite an adventure. I took Alexis, my girlfriend. We both did a video for them tasting beers. And, uh, yeah, they posted it on their Instagram, and it uh, went over generally well. They did some good editing and yeah. uh, took all the rough stuff out, but it turned out pretty good. So, so y'all – but y'all have both have, like, beer accounts, right? Yes. Okay. He actually has a bigger account than I do. So. Okay, because when I watched that, I couldn't tell if y'all were together or if it just they just picked two people with you know cool beer accounts and put them together, and I didn't want to assume anything, you know. So okay, okay. No, yeah, that's my girlfriend. She was she was only a little jealous that I got invited to do that over her. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I gotta ask you: you did the D nine. You tried one of the beers that I think was one of the nastiest beers I've ever had in my entire life. It was that uh, Jamba-looking juice, the African Berry. I think you were very nice when you reviewed it because you didn't want to completely go scorched earth, and I respect that. But what did you really think of that beer? Because I thought, I took a sip, and I was like, this is a prank beer. And I remember I had Jeeves come over one time, and he was like, hey, can I get a beer out of your fridge? And I was like, yeah, sure, grab one of those, try it. Just because I didn't know I was never going to drink. Usually, you know, beers can be bad, but you're like, oh, if I if I get a couple deep, I can toss one back. No worries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because once they get to six to seven to eight, they all start running together. That one was rough. So I want to know your tr- kind of true thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't my favorite beer, that's for sure. Uh, 
I was drinking it there after the video, so you got to be a little nice, you know. But <laughs> it was it was okay. I think they there's actually if you mix that one with another beer that they make okay. that the bartender let us try, that was actually a pretty like surprisingly really good combination. But yeah, the original one definitely definitely not one of my favorites. No, so. I uh, <laughs> the reason I tried it, I was at Total Wine and I was about to go to the beach. And I bought, you know, you grab that random six-pack. And I saw it. Artwork looked cool. I was like, oh, this is cool. I threw it in there. And then I realized after I got home, they accidentally charged me for a four-pack instead of a single. So I, I called them. They're like, oh, just come back. We'll give you a refund or whatever. I was like, you know what? I'll just grab three others of these and no worries. Like, I'll drink it. And then I wish I hadn't grabbed three others of those because <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I just I, I just couldn't. It was unreal. I just and it, it still sits on their shelf. I saw they were doing another iteration of it, and I was like, I, I haven't come across anybody else who's tried it besides yourself, and I just needed yeah. no you know, confirmation bias or whatever. I know my wife didn't like it either, so I don't know. It just wasn't great. But I like their other stuff. They had, they're they a good hit or miss kind of brewery as well. Yeah. Now they're opening a Uptown location as well. Yeah. Well, they've got that one. There's one in Hendersonville, and then they just opened one up in like uh, Hickory. It's going to be like a... Uh, a tap room where they're also do some production. They're all Man. over the place. I like to kind of joke that, you know, if anybody watched Ozarks money laundering, I feel like they're money laundering because they were opening like 10 spots in the middle of the pandemic. Like what? And, and I've been to D9. I like D9, but it didn't, wasn't packed like that. It wasn't a, a, a uh, brewers at 4,001 Yancey on a Saturday night pack, but I don't know, but you should have definitely, like- and I feel like that place, 4001, is like right there next to O&B. So it's like they cross-cancel and they got so much room. And then you've got that uh, that spot where you can play like bowling and all that right next to it too. So you kind of got like three spots in one. But yeah, you're, you're right. It, I've never been in D9 and I'm like, yeah, this is rocking. Unless <laughs> they had like that, uh, I think I went up there on, and it, they were having like a their summer concert series. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah. that's the only thing. Which I'll get off my high horse after this about D nine. They call okay. this they call this thing a summer concert series, and it, <laughs> and it runs. Duval and Jesus heard this. It runs yeah. from like summer, but then all the way until like October. By October, yeah. you can't call it a summer concert series anymore. It is now fall. They need to yeah. split that up into a summer concert series. End it as soon as football kicks off. You know, I'll give you September, maybe summer. If you're really, because it is hot as shit down here in North Carolina in September sometime. Yeah, but yeah. once you once Halloween decorations come out, <laughs> it's, it's time to, no more summer concert series. But Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But you next are, time you are up there, you got to slide over to Ask Cloud. I think you'd be highly impressed with their beer. It is a smaller tap room, but it's a good little spot. Yeah. And I like Eleven Lakes, too. Yeah. Yeah, Lemon Lakes is good. They just started canning some stuff. Yeah. So, let's see. Where are we at? Jeeves, you got anything else? Uh, not right now. I know Duvall got another question. Well, I I, I got just a, uh, I guess, just a, just a sports question. Just I know how you said you went to Clemson. Um, my question is, is, when did you finish at Clemson? And then as far as, I guess, this upcoming season, now that Lawrence is gone, where do you see them going? Because I know you talked about, like, when you were there, they were not that good. But 
for a while, Clemson was good prior to Lawrence. So just wondering, like, when you were there and then, like, as far as this upcoming season now that Lawrence is gone, what do you expect from Clemson? That's a much nicer question than I thought you were going to ask me. I thought you were going to ask me about Deshaun real quick. So I had <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the follow-up. Have you ever ran into Deshaun? You, do you and Deshaun share the same uh, masseuse? <laughs> Were you there when he was there? Yeah. You know, so how did he? No, I didn't that. So I, I finished in 2013. So I had Taj Boyd during my time. Oh, they were okay. just getting good right at the end. I, I mean, it was there was some tough running. Like I got one season of CJ, CJ Spiller right at the end. Um, but I had Taj Boyd. I didn't even get to see Deshaun Watson. Mm. Um, but your other question with Trevor, I mean, we saw DJ, DJ, ooh, I'm going to try and say it, <laughs> come out last year, and he put out a show against Notre Dame. I mean, if they were a top four team last year and he was able to perform in his freshman year, I don't see why he can't come out and put out the same performance this year. Um, there's still a lot of questions about this team, but I think the offense will be just as powerful this year. We've got to – Secondary is always up in the air with us, but hopefully we've made some improvements in the right spots. Um, I mean, same goals as it has been the last couple of years. Make the playoffs. This, the schedule's not bad. We play Georgia at home in Bank of America Stadium for our for, or in a neutral site at Bank of America Stadium for the first game. That'll be a big test, but the ACC hasn't really lived up to the hype lately, so if you can win those big games and kind of roll through your schedule – Making it to the playoffs is not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And the only team you really got to worry about in the HDC, in my opinion, is, is maybe Miami, and then you've got Carolina. But Carolina has to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be Florida State, Louisville was okay, mm-hmm. North Carolina, and the, but yeah. Hasn't been too much going on lately. I. We don't play Notre Dame next year, but depending on what they do, I assume they're not going to play an ACC championship again. So that'll make it even a little bit easier. Yeah. I don't know. Everything seems to be open and wide open now, so you might they might squeeze the ACC championship game in there. <laughs> sure. So with that, are you also a Panthers fan, or are you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm more of a college football fan. Okay. But I have been a Panthers fan since they kind of started back in 96, 97, just yeah. because I didn't, I was never a Falcons fan. So I didn't really have any other options being from South Carolina. So kind of uh, been a fair weather Panthers fan a little bit more <laughs> since I moved up here. I would say on a Sunday, I'm going to pick to watch the Panthers game over any games. But since I moved up here, I, I would say I watch most games. Um I've got a couple shirts, you know. <laughs> Haven't gotten to jersey level yet, but um, there's a lot more exciting stuff going on with the Panthers organization right now. They're making some exciting moves that just make it a little more enjoyable to watch. And when Christian's healthy, it's always a good time. So nice. I would say, yeah. Now back, back to the page. Where do you see? the hot miss going? Do you, do you see yourself potentially making money off of this, or is this just another outlet of, hey, man, I like beer, everybody else likes beer, let's just have a good time? Um, 
I, I never really see it making money. I mean, if it does, it's just kind of like a bonus on top of it. <laughs> but, you know, it's something I'm already doing and enjoying. Might as well just share it with other people. And if there's additional perks or if there, I meet new people through it, those are all just positives on top of it. I mean, if I wasn't having fun drinking beer or learning about this stuff, meeting new people through it, I would have stopped doing it a long time ago. So I'm going to keep doing it until I don't enjoy it. I mean, wherever that leads, uh, we'll go from there. So your dog is your profile picture. What's the story behind that besides you just love your dog? Here, here I'll get the dog. Hold on. She's right here. <laughs> you talked her up. Yeah. He's got a girl. Must be on the struggle bus. Uh, this is Sophie. Not oh, yeah. Dude. That's a big dog right there, too. Oh, that is. Yeah, she's, she's about four. She's a white German Shepherd. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just figure she's better looking than I am. So I'll put her in the She's a good beer model as well. A good traveler. Um, she puts up with everything we put out, so. Might as well keep her involved. <laughs> now, have you trained her to go to the refrigerator to get the beers for you and bring them to you? No, I haven't done that. She's a very, very smart dog, but she's uh, she's smart in things that she wants to do. So gotcha. that's not that's not one of them yet. Gotcha. So what would be, we went over favorite breweries. Is there a favorite beer? And I know that can change depending on season and depending on flavor and taste. But right now, what would be maybe, I guess you could go, your favorite beer, then if you got any other wild cards in there that you like sipping on. Mm. Right now, you know, it's getting a little warm, kind of moving out of the dark beer phase a little bit. Um, I would say local. I really like Island Time from Resident Culture. Okay. Just a lime lager. It's great for drinking one or three when it's hot outside, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe six. Um, <laughs> um, right now, like uh, a lot of lighter beers. I, I it's really hard for me to say like one beer. Right now, I'm drinking a lot of wild ales, a lot of saisons, just anything that's on the lighter side. Just gets so hot. I mean, don't put it past me. We'll drink a 15% imperial stout on a Saturday night when it cools down a little Woo! bit. Um, that's a that's a chewy beer right there. Yeah, those are usually your nightcaps because yes. you might need to go to sleep after that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely go to sleep after that. Um, I really like that. Still really enjoy hazy IPAs any time of the year. Um, you can about get them anywhere right now. So yeah. as long as those keep going, or we'll, we'll keep drinking them. But yeah, say lagers right now, wild ale saisons. All right. Duval, what's your favorite beer right now? Oh, man, you know, as, as if you'd have said liquor, it'd have been a different case. Well, we know you're the big liquor guy. Um, man, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, of course, like I said, I'm, I'm a big white zombie person. Like I, I can drink three, four of those with no problem, and they feel really good. But um, I would say. Well, what, 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 I'll tell you this. So I picked this up the other day at the grocery store. It was the uh, Kuna Matata. Um, oh, from D9? Yes. 
Yeah, so since you were speaking on D9, I was like, you know, I, I, I picked that up. It's really good. I, I enjoy that. You know, it's not too heavy. Um, and I can drink two of those and it'll be just fine after I've taken a couple of shots. Those are like my coasting beers. So, um, but yeah, those, those, that's mine right now. Okay. Now, what type of liquor do you like? I'm a brown person. So, um, so it's Crown Royal, um, Ducey. I brought over when I was over at Jacobs the other day, I brought a Ciroc, which is like, it's like a, it's a brandy. It's not the vodka when it's the brown. Um, so it's those three. Um, and I'm trying to think of another fourth brown. Well, I, I can always say the, uh, the black heart, which is a spice rum, mm-hmm. which we, we go through a gallon like every other week <laughs> during the Panther season. Oh, yeah. because we, we get to going and sipping and then Jacob makes a little cider to go with it. So, um, that would be my, those would be my top liquors. Nice. I was just going to say, I was in Louisville last weekend, so I was drinking some bourbon Ooh. and really got into some interesting stuff. You know, it's not, not my forte, but it was, uh, it was a lot of, it was a lot of good stuff up there. You know? Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Your story was quite full of different spots. You guys said, you had a bachelor party or just visited? Yeah, I was up there for a bachelor party. That seems so. to be a new a new wave. I've noticed you're the second person or third person I've noticed who's gone up for a bachelor party up up that way with all the distilleries and stuff up there. So, what was it? What was your favorite spot you hit? So we did from Friday. We had a bus that drove us to. We did Wild Turkey, um, Woodford Reserve, okay. and James E. Pepper. Okay. Um, and you got to do a tasting in each one, try like a half an ounce of five different bourbons at each place. Probably started a little ter- little too early with the wild turkey. But <laughs> you probably saw some. I know. <laughs> the wild turkey is wild. <laughs> That's a different kind of hop right there, the liquor hop. Woo! We did it. We did those three. We really enjoyed that. And then basically anywhere you went in Louisville had – some kind of special bourbon or some kind of antique bourbon. Um, I'll tell you what, the coolest thing we did, though, is we went to Churchill Downs, and they did this, like, running races after dark. Oh. And it was just, like, normal tickets were, like, $16 to get in there, and you get to go and check out Churchill Downs and watch races and stuff like that. It was really cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. What – what uh... – a out of all the liquors you tried, was there one that you enjoyed the most? So there was, we went to one bourbon bar before we went to Churchill Downs, and Woodford Reserve makes a Woodford Double Oak, which is like one of their rare bourbons, and then they make a Double Double Oak, which is like very, the guy said when we were there, he's like, people were jumping fences and like, parking in people's yards to get to Woodford to get everything. Um, and that place had uh, about one pour left, and one of my buddies got it, and I got to try that. And it was probably one of the cooler and uh, more interesting things I'd ever had. It's like more maple syrupy brown sugar almost, but it was ah, good. Ah. What was the cost of that one pour? I was going to ask the same question. I, I, I didn't ask. You didn't ask? You just uh, said, let me get a sip? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. I didn't know if he made y'all like, hey, I'm going to get this one pour. Everybody sling me 10 bucks. 
you know, that was a that was a personal decision by him. I just was lucky enough to be good <laughs> friends with him, and he was willing to let me try a little bit. So. Nice, nice. So, if you saw it on the shelf anywhere, would you go buy some, or is it still kind of way out of that price range to, to drop that much on a bottle? You wouldn't see it on the shelf okay. anywhere, probably. Okay. Um, I, I'd hate to throw out a number. I don't know. It's probably. $800, I'd say. Wow. Jeeves, Google man, the Woodford Reserve double-double barrel. Let's see what the, what's going on the market Yeah, I mean, days. that might be way overshooting it. I'm not sure. Hey, anything... The Woodford Reserve is already kind of pricey in the yeah. ABC store. So, yeah. like, a double, like, yeah. I can only imagine that. Yeah. So, I know we talked about your dog just a little bit ago, but I'm sure people are listening and may want to hear more because there's people who love, extremely love dogs. Where white German Shepherd is very seems rare to me, right? How how did you come across her? So, I originally wanted. I was thinking like I wanted a I wanted a big dog. Um, originally, I was thinking I wanted a Great Pyrenees, okay. but that's even more dog than I needed, um, <laughs> and that's a lot of work. And. I found a late, I had seen a couple of these one time. I went to Colorado and they they were pretty popular out there. And I lived at Greenville at the time and I found this lady who bred them in Greenville. Hmm. Um, and I always knew I wanted a smart dog, someone they could train really easily. And um, talked to her, worked out some terms and ended up getting her. I've had her about four years now. She's about the smartest dog you can find. Not a big fan of kids. <laughs> just throwing it out there, but uh, she's super responsive. I don't have to put her on a leash half the time when we do anything, and very calm, probably sleeps 16, 18 hours a day, but, wow. you know, she's an angel. So, How – was that something she was breeding as a white German Shepherd, Was that, or is that just like a happy accident? So it's not like an albino German Shepherd. Okay. It's like a soft, sometimes known as a Swiss Shepherd. Okay. Or like an American white German Shepherd. It's not an AKC recognized breed. Okay. But they're all white. Um, the males are just as big, if not bigger, than some of the regular German Shepherds. Um, she's a long-haired one, which is... Uh, Somewhat unusual for German Shepherds, usually they're short-haired. So to get a long-haired white German Shepherd, I get as many questions as you can think of about her every time. Yeah. Lots of kids calling her wolves every time we go anywhere. Just, um, I'm so used to it at this point. I've got all the answers, but uh, it's definitely a unique dog. Yeah. So with you saying you keep her off the leash, do you ever get nervous at a brewery when there are kids running around? That's something, or are you are you good with that? I won't do it if we're, like, in public gotcha. or at a restaurant or something like that. If we're hiking or, like, we're just walking around somewhere, I don't have a problem letting her off the leash. Yeah. Or, like, my parents live in the woods, so I can just let her outside the house, don't have to check on her. She's not going anywhere. If I go out there, she's still sitting in the yard just yeah. hanging out. So. Okay, okay. Jeez. Yeah, that would be a little little hectic. If yeah, I know. You, you mentioned she's not fond of kids, and if you, I was like, man, you out there just living wild style with no <laughs> leash in a, in a brewery or something. So true. They have the double oak for fifty seven. Okay. And I'm 
You can't. I was on Woodford's website, but they didn't give me a price. Of the double oh, double? The double double. Well, oh, if they ain't giving you a price, then it's, <laughs> it's way out there then. If the double oak is 50, and that's probably the smallest bottle you can get, the double double oak has to probably at least be 1, 120. Yeah. Not more than that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you can't even find it at the regular ABC store, then it might be, you know, you yeah. got to go somewhere special or whatever. Well, Urban gets pretty crazy with their pricing. Yeah. Just. You'll have to, uh, we have a, a, a kind of a side sponsor with uh, Warehouse Distillery. It's a distillery up there in Newton. So if you ever see that on the shelves, uh, you have to grab you a bottle. It's a pretty solid. They got a bourbon, a uh, maple, and then a rye whiskey. They're all pretty pretty solid, pretty good little mixers, or just drink it straight. So, yeah. Nice. Check it so, out. So I got a question. As, as, as the weekend approaches and it's Memorial Day weekend, What's gonna be your go-to hmm. beer for the weekend? And I and I know you got so many choices, but I mean, with it getting warmer, like it's like okay, when you're going to the grocery store tomorrow, Friday, whenever it is, I gotta grab this beer, or I gotta go to this brewery and grab this four or two four packs or whatever. Um, definitely get that lime beer from Resident. I'd also say Pontiflora does like a watermelon like lager that is super good and a lot of places will do like the ashtray with it where you do like the spice on top i say mm. that's the move for memorial day weekend okay um, let me think if there's anything else that i'm like really going for right now i've been out of town so long i'm drinking what's in my refrigerator um <laughs> But yeah, I just say a hey, Memorial Day is probably going to be ninety degrees outside. <laughs> find find a good local lager or just like a solid hazy IPA, and that's definitely the move. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier about trading beers. How did you? Is that similar to how you started your page? You just kind of stumbled across it, and you start, you know, mailing, or did you find like a group online or a blog or something, and you just start, you know, you guys mail beers back and forth? A little bit of both. Um, beer trading is really big in like Facebook groups okay. or like certain breweries that have a lot of hype around them. They do limited releases. They do in-person only releases, which was a lot bigger in COVID, obviously yeah. before COVID, um, where people could not get them in other parts of the country. Um, Charlotte's a little bit limited on what you can trade. It's yeah. just not as in demand. I'd say burial was probably our biggest thing. Um, most of the time, I would just find someone who had something that I was looking for, usually through Instagram, just send mm. them a DM, be like, hey, do you trade? Are you going to this? Do you have this? See if they're interested in anything I've got in my fridge or see if they're interested in anything I can pick up locally. Um, work out the values, you know, kind of have to see who's, who's valuing what at the highest <laughs> or how they're feeling, you know. Play that game a little bit. Um, but most of the time, there's a lot of goodwill in the beer community, and people are willing to work with you as long as it's not like some ridiculous bottle, one per person. They paid a hundred dollars already up front for it. Um, most of the time, you can say, "Hey, I really like this. Can I make you a local four or six pack 
ship it USPS at flat rate $15, and then they'll do the same right back to you. What's the most you've spent or sent to somebody? Spent on, like, one beer or, like... <laughs> Both. One, one, most uh, on one beer. I've, I've never... I think the most I spent on a single beer bottle is probably, like, $35. And I didn't know it was $35 when I got to the to check out. Mm. Um, but it's not unusual to see 20 to $30 on a bottle yeah. now, especially for a lot of breweries that are doing limited release and things like that. I think the most I've sent to someone at one time, I've maybe sent like two bottles and four beers in one box. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. Uh, probably put more in my checked luggage on the way back from somewhere than I have put in a box. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I came across a, a Westbrook four-pack at Total Wine the other day. It's like an Imperial Sour and mixed with something else, and it was thirty six ninety nine for a four-pack. And I, because my wife was like, oh, I want to try this. looks good. I was like, whoa, look at that price. So I was like, look, you can get one, and it ran up as one. It ran up as like eight fifty, which, at you know, it's still cheaper to get the four pack, but I wasn't ready to spend thirty eight dollars on a four pack. So we yeah. just get the one and keep it moving. And she said that's her first beer she's gonna have after we have our second kid here in like less than a month. But that's it's wild when you know I feel like the beer prices in Charlotte kind of got to a space where some places were charging like that fifteen to sixteen ninety nine, and you at the at the total wine, and then kind of everybody mellowed out around nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine. Then you get the specialties. I know resident yeah. cultures can be pretty pricey, too, when you go up there and buy their to-go packs because, you know. But, again, it's the top-of-the-line product. They're trying to make the most out of it. But, you know, you, you got to pick your pick your pockets on those ones. So so I know we talked earlier about, like, all the the best breweries and the best beer. So what's <laughs> – you, you ain't got to be as specific because I understand. But, like, what's maybe your top two that you're like, yeah, I'm – I, I don't necessarily have to go back to that. Okay. Uh... <laughs> is it, see, listen, you're not the only one who, who Duval has done this to, so yeah. you know, don't feel like you're getting singled out. All right, let me let me think real quick. Probably gonna get a lot of flack for this one. Uh, Sugar Creek is not my not my go to. I'd say. Okay. I've heard um, that more more times than you think. Yeah. And then right down the street, O and B is just not for me either. Uh, you know? Yeah. I think we're on the same vibes. I'm with you. O, o and B to me, I mean it. You know, great at what they do, obviously, because they've been here forever and they pump out a lot of stuff. But the atmosphere is cool. But I just, just not a German like that. That the German style they make just not right up my alley. So I'm with you on that. And Sugar Creek. You know, hit or miss, but that the vibes really can depend on the day you go there. You know, so yeah. Yeah. and see, O and B gets all the love just because of the 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 atmosphere and the vibe that you can get, and then you can go from one right to the other. It's right there. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's definitely a place where I don't necessarily have to. Yeah, to go. yeah. I mean, it's right there. Yeah, just go to yeah. Yancey. Yeah, so much better. Yep. The only time I've gone back to OMB is if it's been like a friend's birthday, 
and that's it. Yep. Other than that, I'm not necessarily like Duval said. It's it's there's no desire for me to go back. If I, you know, I'll I'll, I'll drink their one uh Mechtoberfest one a year. I'll get it off the total wine just to throw it in a six pack. But other than that, you know, it's it. it, it I'm I'm with you on that one, Carter. So, all right. Okay. So it's at that time. Jeeves, are you good? I am. It's the uh, Warehouse Distillery Wine Under the Bridge Notebook. <laughs> There we go. That sounded better, Jeeves. Carter, you pick a question out of the ones that I sent you. Pick one that hasn't been checked. While you're looking at those, the only real housekeeping I've got is just, you know, our fantasy games will be starting soon. Uh, Survivor, when does Survivor start? They had just confirmed it. It'll be back in the fall. Oh, so, shit. yeah, so we got a couple months. I think, like, August, September, it'll be back. So, but it's been like okay. a, I think this time last year is when it ended. So we've gone almost a full year without Survivor, so we'll have that back, and then obviously the other fantasy games we do and and, and that good stuff. So, yeah. What is the rules for Birio Card for you guys? Our rules: you cannot drink and drive. You have to finish your beer by you know by the end of lap three. You cannot cross the finish line and then chug before like the second place person finishes. Um, that's really about as simple. I can't think of anything else. That's you have to crack it after uh three, two, one. Yeah, you can't crack the beer until go or start is displayed on the screen, the third horn or whatever. How about yourself? I mean, I, that's that's how I played. You got to put the controller down until you put the beer down. Yeah. So, what's the strategy? Do you finish the whole beer first and then pick up the controller, or? It's a, great, half half it's a great question. It, it, I always say it depends on the track. It depends on who I'm playing. If uh, With Duval and Jeeves, I kind of know how they chug because we've played over 100 Birio cards now together. Um, and I, But it really, to me, it depends on the course. If it's a course that you can fall off on, I'm not chugging a lot. I may chug more off the top or maybe not. If it's a flat course, I won't chug as much off the top because I know I won't have people falling off they'll be able to catch up a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's Calamari Desert on the N64, you're not really getting lost or falling off, so let me try to get bigger gulps in at, yeah. at, at my at my stopping point. But um, it really just depends on who I'm going against and the track. Or, yeah. All N64? No, we've started sprinkling in Double Dash. So oh. we do N64. We, we, we have Double Dash, which is the one from GameCube. We would love to do the Wii one, but the problem is when you do four player, it doesn't allow. It brings like, everybody. It brings it brings all twelve people in or whatever, so it'd be kind of silly. Be like, oh yeah, I finished. I, I'm I finished first out of us four, but I'm like seventh, and then everyone else is like below then. So, and I love to do the switch. We just you know, just ain't the switch ain't in the budget yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> I've only done the N sixty four, but it's always a good time. Well, hey man, we'll have to get you over here. We do like you know, we do like a little content creating Saturday sometimes where we just kick it in the basement, play some Birio Kart, play NCAA, play Madden, uh, or start a fire pit in the back, play some beer pong. So I have to, I have to holler at you next time you come over and you can do a little cross promoting content, a little Birio Kart too. Cool, sounds like a good time. All right, I picked a, a nice controversial one. All right. All right, so what do you think you can most likely do? Score a basket in an NBA game, get a hit in an MLB game, score a touchdown in an NFL game, or score a goal in a soccer game? 
And I'm going to – I think the NBA game is the way to go. I mean, everything else is a lot more individual effort. NBA game, I hang out at the halfway line, hope somebody chucks it deep to me, and I'm just going to throw it up there. I've got a lot of time to work with, too. Everything else seems like a lot more work than that. But what do you guys think? I, I, you know, I hate to always agree, but I think so. I mean – Soccer, you could kind of say that too if you just hung out, but you can't. There's no, there's, there's offside, so you couldn't like just hang out by the opposite goal. You're gonna have to yeah. gas it from when they kick it, you know, to try to not be offsides. NFL, I mean, those guys are so fast. Even if you're on the one inch line, by the time the quarterback hands the ball off, you know, Julius Peppers is gonna be smacking you on the head. Aaron Donald's gonna be destroying you. Now, yep. maybe you run a slant or something there, but I, I still think that'd be tougher. I think. And then MLB, I mean, I knew once, you know, playing rec ball, once I started not being able to hit, when it started getting to the mid-80s, I knew it was a wrap. I had to stand in the very back of the box and swing super early just to get a piece. So I knew I wouldn't make it to the lead then. And that was just, you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds throwing it mid-80s. So I can't imagine someone throwing mid-90s, high-90s, or a hundo. So I'm with you on the basketball. I think that would, like you said, you could maybe look at – it would be hard. Let's not discredit that. But I think oh, yeah. you, could maybe, you could maybe look into it because no one's going to, you know, think about, oh, this guy can't shoot or he, he ain't really a guy. Let me just stand the three line or stand down low and just get a shot off. But if I had to choose one, it probably I, I would agree with you on the NBA. Yeah, I, I'd probably go NBA. And then as a, as a basketball player – not saying that I would definitely score because yeah. <laughs> I, it'd be difficult. It'd be very difficult. But um, I think it's it's a lot of opportunities you have in basketball where you have a clearer shot than any other sport. Like soccer, somebody's going to be in front of you, so you got to juke somebody out. Um, football, whether you're a running back, quarterback, whatever it is, you've got to see over the offensive line, defensive line, or if you're a wide receiver, you've got to get open. And I mean, <laughs> you know, they could jam you at the line and you're screwed. Yeah. Um, baseball, the thing is, is yeah, you could probably make contact, but that shit could be fouled six, seven times. Like, so you're just getting <laughs> foul balls. Or even if you hit it, you can hit it back to the pitcher or to the first baseman or to whoever, and you're not about to beat him out at first. Cause that's a long <laughs> 60 feet, 90 feet, whatever it is. No, I can't. Now wait, play. now wait. I would say. Does it say it's just get a hit? Be a hit right? Oh, it says get a hit. Okay, I was gonna say you stand, you stand in front. You can just take a hit in MLB. Now that shit might it's gonna hurt, but it does say get a hit. So I'm guessing you, you get, get a hit. hit. Okay, so we won't yeah. get into that because if it yeah. was take a hit, then standing in front of it, Johnny Knoxville style or Adam Sandler style, getting ready, I, you know, that'd be easier. Now it will hurt, but okay. yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely would say. Uh, Definitely basketball because I mean you could play a short corner game. Somebody catch you and, and, and you might get five six attempts from the corner. One of those you're gonna knock down. Because yep. then if you miss the first two, they're not gonna guard you. Oh, he's trash. Yep. So okay, <laughs> let me get one shot. That's all I need. Yep. So I, I'm definitely going basketball. I think we're all on basketball then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely too. I mean you come off a you come off a screen, you get a wide open shot right there. Yep. You no. Know? Pull up like Curry does right after half court. Shoot it, you know. That's a long way. That's a long way, That's a long way. It's like 50, 60 feet. Yeah. Oh, you can get you get you a good heave and take 
Yeah. Yeah. After about two or three of them he's you're going to be winded, boy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say one-on-one NBA. I, I, I'm zero all day. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a while. I've just, you know, the only, the only shooting I get done now is just in a cul-de-sac with the neighbor kids, so. All of them would definitely be difficult, but that might be like Duvall said. The most chances you're going to get if you're staying in it, and I, you know, NFL, you just hand the ball off or something, you're going to get demolished. At least NBA, hopefully, you can just stay stray and shoot some jumpers or heave them up, as Jeeves says at half court. Yeah. So, all right. Anybody got any uh, final thoughts? Final questions? I'm good. All right, so Carter, where do you where do you are you are you staying in, in Charlotte for the long haul, or are you just seeing it go year by year? I mean, I'm gonna be here for a while now. I, I you know, no predictions right now, but you know, enjoying it. Everything's good in Charlotte. I don't see anything changing anytime soon. So yeah, I'll be here for a while. Nice. We'll have to maybe when we go do our uh, petty thieves review. I'll have to shoot you a little message, and you can come uh, join in on that as well, since that's one of your your wild cards. Sure. Let me know. I'll be out there. <laughs> nice, man. Well, I, I appreciate you sliding through, as always, uh, Jeeves Duvall. And then I guess, Carter, we didn't we didn't get it from the jump. Where can people find you on social media if you want to be found? Sure. Check me out on Instagram at the Hoptimist, H-O-P-T-O-M-I-S-T underscore. Okay. So, is that also just your personal one, or is there one that you have for, like, family photos and dog photos? Yeah. Okay. I have a normal one, but I'm not trying to drop that for okay. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good. Do you have a Twitter at all? No, that's, that's about my limit on uh, social media. I do too much on that already, so. Fair enough. That is, you've got, like, a side part-time job just trying to keep all the followers happy and posting all the beer all the time. It's worth it, though. It's worth yeah, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you stopping by, man. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about all I got. So, uh, cool. let's see. I think who who ended the pod last week? Was I it? did. You did? All right. Duval, man. How do we send it out? Peace. Peace.